Tomás Morín's newest collection of poems is Machete. He hails from the coastal plains of Texas, a space that figures heavily in his work, poems where he explores a world where place and identity can shift as if blown about by the wind. The machete of the title has little to do with the long-bladed knife or implement, but still has something to do with the idea of clearing so much underbrush and creating a path. That's what Tomás Morín's poems manage. They suggest a confluence of congested elements from clashing cultures that are seemingly without rhyme or reason. Morín's poems clear the way to lucid sharpness. This is Book Public from Texas Public Radio. I'm Yvette Benavides. Here is Tomás Morín. He'll introduce and read poems from the collection Machete. Hi, my name is Tomás Q. Morín, and my new book is Machete, forthcoming from Kanaf. The poems in Machete return to some of the concerns that um, my first book, A Larger Country, dealt with, which was how do we make our way in a world that seems at every turn to want to strike us down? Um, and it's, it's, it's the, it's the plight of, it's the story of Job, you know, it's the, it's the, that old story of how do we, how do we endure? Um, uh, which really like that question, how do we endure it really fascinates me a lot more than, uh, and interests me as a writer a lot more than how do we make whatever the source of our suffering is stop. Um, and I can't, I can't uh, exactly explain why, um, but yeah, I mean that's that's the question that uh, a lot of the poems in the book are are revolving around. The uh, epigraph of the book, I think. Uh, really crystallizes uh, that that search. Um, so the epigraph is a Spanish proverb, and it, it goes like this: "Dios aprieta, pero no ahorca." And the uh, the way in which this is the English equivalent of this uh, proverb is: "God doesn't give us more than we can handle." But when you translate the proverb literally, it takes on a much more uh, dark tone. My translation of the proverb is God squeezes, but he doesn't strangle. And um, that's, that's very much at the heart of, of the book. How do we, how do we survive when the, the universe or God or Allah, whoever, whoever we believe is sort of pulling our strings? How do we, how do we endure when, um, that squeeze when that squeeze happens. Um, and in this country, it happens in so many different ways in ways that have to do with class, ways that have to do with, uh, with race, with gender. Um, so the book explores um, that question of how do we endure uh, our suffering in um, through, through these different through these different lenses. So I'd like to start off by reading a small uh, group of poems called uh, uh, Weather Sayings. So uh, uh, the Weather Sayings, the, uh, 
the original name for this type of poem uh, is weather saws. And weather saws were uh, these little ditties that people would uh, say whenever uh, the weather was about to change or shift. And uh, usually there were no more than three, four lines long. And I decided to do a sort of uh, ironic take on them because the weather that they are um, commenting upon, the shift in the weather is uh, not just the physical weather that we perceive, but also the uh, the cultural weather, the political weather. Um, so this poem, Weather Sayings, contains uh, three three sayings under them, under the title, Weather Sayings. Piece by piece breaks the black wall cloud of police. They pound like rain and say, don't call it pain. The cold fish and muddy clouds of your face blacken, then blue. At work, your friends clown and tip toe around in their rain boots. When hope doesn't rise like bread, drink the sunlight to stay fed. I wanna say also that the book isn't uh, relentlessly grim. There's uh, a lot of humor in it, uh, albeit dark humor. Uh, one of the sort of presiding uh, presences of the book is uh, Groucho Marx. Uh, I, I think one of his uh, one of his quotes that I return to uh, often that uh, could sort of capture also capture the spirit of the book uh, is that quote when he says, "I've had a perfectly wonderful evening, but this wasn't it." This poem is titled uh, "White Face," and it was uh, I'd wanted to respond to uh, what happened to. Uh, Tamir Rice and George Floyd and um, the countless other uh, victims of police violence and racism in this country. And I never, never quite knew, uh, I never quite knew uh, what was the entry point um, because I didn't want to, I didn't want to just, uh, I didn't want to repeat or describe the incidents that happened. I, I wanted to do something that that went beyond that. Um, and so what I ended up writing was this poem, Whiteface, which is, uh, it's, a, it's a list poem. It's in, uh, each of the lines is uh, numbered. So it's 98 lines uh, and most of them are very short. Um, and it's a sort of uh, a sort of guidebook, a sort of guidebook to how uh, members of the uh, BIPOC community might navigate doing something as simple as getting in our cars and uh, going for a drive in order to make sure that we, we get back home safely. Whiteface. We drove five miles under the speed limit. We kept the nose of our cars out of crosswalks. We signaled early. In the trunk, the spare was full of air. We made sure we had gas. 
running out of gas left a lot to chance. Don't get stranded, our mothers had always said, in the wrong neighborhood or on the highway or alone or with our friends. Keep both hands on the wheel. Is your registration up to date? Did you replace the bald tire? It wobbles. You know who wobbles? Drunks. We nod and nod. Nodding doesn't comfort our mothers. Not like in the 70s and 80s. We were still children then. We hadn't learned to lie yet. At least not well. Breaking curfew was still in the future. Our mothers wanted us safe. They still believed this was possible back then. They nod and we nod. Our two heads swing back and forth like a Newton's cradle. You know the toy, if not the name. It often sits on the desk of people who give orders. Five suspended spheres are lined up. They are made of steel. Lift one and they will click and clack forever. You can see it now, can't you? This toy that proves momentum and energy are not lost. Sometimes only two spheres are used, but our heads are not made of steel. They are made of stardust. Stardust is surprisingly delicate. It is delicate like a trapeze. Our heads swing high in the dark. Our country is a circus tent. The trapeze has always been the last act of the night. This is why we nod and nod, because we are at the end of something. From down below, when the light catches our heads, they shine. They shine like disco balls. They shine like something sharp, like a thing that could light your way, that could make your heart race, that could free you. We saw a trapeze act on TV once. Two people passed a ball to each other. It was shaped like the earth, if the earth were made of glitter. We wanted a ball like that. So we collected pounds and pounds of empty cans to sell. All summer, Coke, Mountain Dew, Pepsi, Big Red, Crush, Miller Lite and Coors too not unlike the ones on the shoulder now, where we have been pulled over because of a phone call, because a dog crossed the road, because a diaper needed to be changed, because the route to the dentist was under construction. We are big, we are small, our clothes are plain. We are wearing pants, we are wearing a dress, a shirt with sleeves, a shirt with no sleeves, the bullet leaves its jacket on the road. The speedometer squats at zero. Red and blue lights dance in the mirror. What if next time we wore a doctor's coat, hung a stethoscope around our necks? What if next time we wore our mother's camouflage? We could be the color of sand and rocks. What if next time we wore a black suit? in shiny black shoes, a white priest collar around our throats. When you say, show me your hands, get on the ground. We could say, 
Hail Mary, full of grace. What if next time we paint our faces white, like a happy clown? Say we were on our way to wave at kids with our machetes from the edge of the woods, near a playground, near a house, near a school. This person has the right to remain breathing. Anything they say can and will be used against them in a court of law. They have the right to an attorney. If they cannot afford an attorney, one will be provided for them. Do you understand the rights I have just read to you? With these rights in mind, do you wish to speak to us? Uh, one of the things that uh, spurred me to write this poem was, I don't know if you recall um, quite a few years ago when uh, seemingly out of nowhere, there were all these reports of um, people dressed up as clowns showing up uh, menacing, menacing people near schools, near apartment complexes. And, um, and what struck me as ironic um, and incredibly sad about that was I told my friends when, when this first happened, I said, uh, we were talking and, and I said, I bet you not a single one of those uh, clowns, those, uh, those scary menacing clowns will get arrested much less shot, yet um, a person of um, did a, a person of color in a car uh, going to buy groceries uh, may not make it home. And, and of course, none of them ever did. None, none of the, there were never any reports of, of arrests, much less shootings. And it just seemed so, uh, so emblematic of, the um, the work that our country still has to do, and um, just how terrifying it can be to to leave the house at times. This poem is titled uh, "Vallejo" and takes its name from the borrows its name from um, the great uh, poet Cesar Vallejo. Vallejo, you can't just sneeze anywhere anymore. I was pushing you in the stroller when the sidewalk ended like a roll of floss. I crossed the street and the old woman walking her Jack Russell said, oh, you didn't need to cross. If she had heard one of my monstrous sneezes, followed by your mama saying, Vallejo, would she have thought it also sounded like I was saying the name of the poet? I swear he looks like a young Abraham Lincoln in the sketches of Picasso. I need some human poems today. Human poem sounds odd, unlike the poemas humanos of Cesar Vallejo. That's a title people can get behind. I asked the English language if we could do any better. It shrugged its shoulders and said, people poems, mankind poems. There are too many dogs in this neighborhood. Where are all the cats? A day with a cat is a master class in keeping your distance from even the ones you love. My cat was 19 years, 10 months, and three days old when she died. At least that's the story I tell, since really all I ever knew was the birth date of her two kittens. 
She'd be aces at all this stay home, wash your hands often business. I wish she was still here so I could show her the video of the swans and the dolphins swimming in the canals of Venice. Sure, a smarty already proved they were fake. I guess for some people, only real hope has value during an apocalypse. I keep thinking about the old woman and her dog. I hope she's okay and doesn't think I was afraid of her. Can you imagine that? All it took was a pandemic to turn the world into a pineapple upside down cake. The virus kind of looks like one, to be honest. Just a block later, I pulled a rose petal and let you smell it. I smelled it first to show you how. I know you smiled, but maybe it was because I looked so happy breathing that pink petal in so deep. When you opened your mouth, I said, no, no, no. But I hear some fancy humans do eat roses. I love you, but can you take your sister and please slip away from gravity in the flying saucer of your Baba black sheep? I don't want you to see the planet this sad. Tell him to fly around the earth as fast as Superman did in 1978. Your mama was the age you are now when that happened. Looking back, that time doesn't seem so bad anymore. Tell him to fly counterclockwise because the future waits in that direction. You'll like it there. It's safe enough that a dish can still run away with a spoon. Tomás Morín is the author of the poetry collection Machete. His other collections are Patient Zero and A Larger Country. His memoir, Let Me Count the Ways, is forthcoming from University of Nebraska Press. This has been Book Public from Texas Public Radio. Write to us at bookpublic at tpr.org. Jacob Rosati composed our theme music. Dan Katz is Texas Public Radio's news director. I'm Yvette Benavides.